Lift up your voice and say, Spirit of the living God, take the word out of my mouth and make them a reality in my life. Open your mouth and make that declaration with confidence in your heart. Lord, let every word that we proceed for out of our mouth tonight become a reality in our lives. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we prophesy. Look for 12 people and say, Welcome to the month of June 2023. Welcome to the month of June 2023. It is your month of emergence. You are imagining, you are evolving. Hallelujah, you are welcome to the month of June. Glory be to God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, you are welcome to the month of June. 2023, you are welcome to the month of June. Hallelujah, you are welcome to the month of June. You are welcome to the month of June, hallelujah. You are welcome to the month of June, you are welcome to the month of June. You are welcome to the month of June, you are welcome to the month of June. Hallelujah, you are welcome to the month of June. If you're excited to see this month of June, give the Lord a shout of glory. Hallelujah. Can we jam our hands together for the Lord? Amen. Hallelujah. Can we be seated in the name of Jesus? The month of June is the sixth month of the year, and the number six is the number of the man. Amen. Number six is the number of man. So therefore, I am trusting God that in this month of June 2023, you are imagined as the man that God has created. Amen. So the month of June 2023 is a month of imagines. Amen. All right, maybe you don't really understand what we're saying, but by the time we get into the word, you will know the reason why you should be excited about this month. Genesis chapter 1. From verse 26 to 31. May I say this before we read the text? Because when this word comes, I don't always want to push them aside. Because I believe God wants me to say them. That's why he has impressed it upon my heart. The hallmark of the dispensation in which we are under God is prophecy. What distinguishes this generation from every other previous generation is the spirit of prophecy. Before this generation came into being, all that was known by the men of old, the patriarch of old, is that prophets represent God by telling the people the mind of God. Prophets were the spokesmen of God. You remember when God was talking to Moses? He said, Aaron shall be your mouthpiece, for he shall be your prophet, and you shall be a God to him. Now what God was saying to Moses was the relationship between the prophet and God and the people. So the prophet were the mouthpiece of God. But when prophet Joel was speaking about the time in which we are. He mentioned this time as a period for the outpouring of the Spirit of God. 
said afterward it shall come to pass afterward i think Joel chapter 2 that god will pour out of his spirit upon all men and your sons and daughters shall prophesy amen now there's a difference between the prophet speaking for god and sons and daughters of god prophesying now what's the difference the prophet cannot speak until he has heard from god why the reason for the outpouring is for men to gain access to the mind of God and speak what God wants to do. You need to understand that. It's not about God telling you to speak. It's about you knowing what God wants to say or what God has already said. Because the Holy Spirit, his major ministry is to link us with the mind of the Father. That's why the Bible called him the spirit of truth, for he will guide us into our truth. So when he has guided you into the truth, and you have come to realize the truth, your responsibility is to speak the truth. So in speaking the truth, what you are doing is you are prophesying. Like I have said to us the other time when we were doing a study on prophecy, that prophecy can best be understood in Yoruba because Yoruba has a way of making some complex English word simplified. Prophecy in Yoruba is asotele, but it's a shorting form because the complete statement is asotele kotowasi mushe. Everything God does and has ever done, he speaks them ahead of doing. Meaning that God himself is a God of prophecy. So when God is speaking to you, he speaks most of the time ahead of the situation so that as he has spoken, situation and circumstances will begin to conform to what has been said. So I need for you to understand that when I'm saying June 20 and 23, I'm not just trying to psych you. I'm not just trying to speak some theological jargons. I'm just trying to connect us to the reality of what God has instituted in the Bible for us, his children, to benefit from. And so I'm trusting God that as your faith goes after all that you are saying, you will see all that you have said in the name of Jesus. Have you said that our text this evening is Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 31. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. And over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them and God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over every living thing. That moved upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you, I'm not going to give, I have given you every ab bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green ab for meat. And it was so. Yes. And God saw everything that he had made. And behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his word in our heart 
in the name of Jesus. To emerge means to come out into view as from concealment. Something that has been concealed coming to full glare, becoming obvious for all eyes to see. And therefore, emergence or evolve is the gradual beginning or coming forth. Gradual becoming, beginning and coming forth. In the book of Psalm 8 from verse 3 to 9, Psalm 8 from verse 3 to 9, Psalm 8 from verse 3 to 9. When I consider the heavens, the psalmist says, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. Say, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. And for thou hast made him to have dominion over the works of your hand. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Go on. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beast of the field, and the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the path of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. When you look at this psalm, it becomes clear that a man, as far as God is concerned, is not being defined by who he is. But a man is being defined by what he is. Somebody say, Pastor, what's the difference? Why do you say man is not being defined? I mean, somebody can say, who are you? That is how we have known ourselves to introduce ourselves to one another. When the word who is used, it is a word of introduction. A clause to give further information about a person or a people previously mentioned. So when you say who, it's just about information about you. Just the same way Elijah was being introduced in the book of 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 1. 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 1. See the ways he was introduced. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was, can you see, who was of the inhabitant of Gilead, said unto Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel, before whom I stand, there shall not be due nor rain this year, but according to my word. When you see his introduction, who was of the inhabitant of Gilead? There was nothing spectacular about that introduction. It's about a further explanation of where you come from. He can further talk about your career. He can further talk about your profession. Now, all of these, I just mentioned it to you about who you have come to be by virtue of your appearing on this planet. It is to define you as an entity that did not drop from somewhere, but you came out from a lineage. It is a way to give you an identity, generally amongst men, so that they will be able to identify with you, identify with where you are from, identify with the qualification that you have. But when we are talking about what? What is asking for information specifying something? A word that connotes distinction or distinguishment. Yes, you are a Nigerian. What makes you different from other Nigerians? Yes, you are from Lagos State. You are not the only one from Lagos State. What is that thing that makes you different 
from every other person in Lagos State. What is that mark of distinguishment that this, I mean, distinctively separates you from every other person? Listen to me. Until you discover and emanate your uniqueness, rather, you can't be distinguished from the crowd or the multitude. Until you are able to establish why you are different from every other person, you are lost in the midst of the multitude. And so, when the psalmist was asking, what is man? He's not talking about where the man is from. He's talking about what is that thing that that man is carrying that makes him a man. In the name that is above every other name, that which makes you the man shall begin to emanate from your life in the name of Jesus. Have you come to realize that no one can ever be you? No one can ever be you. Anyone that dares to be you will end up becoming your counterfeit. For you to discover you is the reason why you are going to be distinguished from every others. Because if you don't know why you are you, then you will like to be somebody else. And God doesn't want you to be somebody else. You are someone very, very relevant to God. You are a priceless monopoly. You are too expensive to have a price tag. That's when I see some people putting a price tag on their forehead and what one million and what two million and what three million. You don't know what you carry. If you know what you carry, you find out that you are priceless. What is that thing that I carry that makes me priceless? What is that thing? Hey Amen. Your what is the pronouncement made upon you by the almighty God? That which makes you priceless is that pronouncement that God made upon you the day you were made. And until that pronouncement begins to find the expression, you are not qualified to be called a man. I'm sorry to say that. Because it might be an insult to some people. It's a very heavy word because by the time you begin to look at the, cons- the, 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 the pronouncement, you will know it's, it's a very heavy word. Until those pronouncements begin to happen in your life, you are not qualified to be called a man. Because what qualifies you as a man is not your gender, whether you are feminine or masculine. What qualifies you as a man is the manifestation of his pronouncements. And I need for you to listen carefully. And God blessed them. And God said, be fruitful. Excuse me, sir. Until you are full of fruit, you are not qualified to be a man. Not just have scanty fruits. Fruitful. Meaning that on all sides, you are productive and resourceful. Thank God. I can boldly say this now because when he first mentioned it to me years ago, he never really made a deep sense that he's making to me now. Then he said, I am going to raise you up to be an investment to your world. He told me years ago, over 15 or 17 years ago, how can I be an investment? I began to imagine, how can I be an investment? I that I used to see myself as a liability. How can I become an investment? And as I began to feed on the word of God and began to explore the depth of that word, I suddenly realized that there is something I carry that the world needs and until they invest on it, they can't unlock it. 
Brethren, this is not a statement for an individual. It's a statement for all. There is something the world needs that is in you. Sir, everybody celebrate. Very soon, you'll see how, how very important an orange tree is. With all the thorns on it, you will see human beings climbing it. What are they looking for there? They are looking for the juice that is in the orange. You might not look in that direction when there is no fruit. But the moment the fruit begins to come, it doesn't matter the thorn. You will climb it. Because it is this. When the thorn choke you, you will forget the pain when you begin to squeeze the juice. Meaning when men knows that you carry what they need, they can come from anywhere in the world to seek from you. The day I met a lady and we're talking in one of the green rooms at the arena some time ago, and was one of my pastor friends, Nabuja, that introduced her to me. The lady said, Pastor, I come from Nairobi every month for Holy Ghost service. I said, what? You mean you fly from Nairobi every month for the Holy Ghost night? He said, yes, and I've been doing it for years. Does your husband not complain? He said, no, because he knows that by the time I'm coming back, I'm coming back with something that will pay for my flight the next month. Ah, I looked, I looked, I looked. I saw, do you, you might not know where some people that are coming, maybe because many of us are living around this place, it's just to take Maruwa Tatina and we go there. If you know how much some people are investing to come and take from the juice that is coming out from an individual that has become fruitful, I pray for you. In the name that is above every other name. In this year, men will transverse wherever they need to transverse to come and take from you what you carry. Yeah. Ah, you find out that every tree that is full of fruit is always attractive. Have you ever seen a, 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 a mango tree with all those mango yellow? Both men and women, young and old, they are always under it, trying to take from what they carry. Meaning that it doesn't matter how, how isolated you are, the moment you become fruitful, you can never become isolated. Amen. You know, one of our fathers in the faith one day was sharing with us how he was doing counseling after a meeting and there were a lot of people he had to Cancel those who had need and was attending to them. And one of the senior pastors, an elderly man, came to meet him, to see him. And as soon as he had the man was outside, he quickly ran to go and meet the man. And said, Daddy, please, can you come? Let me attend to you. The man said, no, attend to all these other people. He said he found that he was attending to other people and leaving this old man. He would go and do it. The man said, ah, am I not the one who said you should attend to them? Attend to them. And the man was patient enough for him to attend to all the people that he wanted to attend to. And so when the old man entered, he wanted to really tell the man, I'm sorry, he said, that's what we face. That's how we have, been, we have always been facing. And the old man made a statement. He said, it is better that they don't allow you to rest than for you to be someone that nobody is asking after you. Only one will see me. Also, you could send it to me, Meaning that there is a pain that comes when nothing is being, no one is placing value on you because there's nothing to tap. Ah, I am praying for in 2023. Then, you see, this fruit will come out. And men will know that there's something to tap out of your life. And listen to me. No one takes an orange without dropping some money. Even though the orange doesn't collect the money, but the owner of the orange collects the money. Meaning that whether people know it or not, whatever they tap from you, they pay for it. And the one that 
pays you is the one that has commanded. He commanded you to be fruitful. Are you fruitful? You will. That's what, that is why I said that statement that until you begin to be fruitful, you are not qualified to be a man. That is what makes you a man. Full of fruit. Second Peter chapter 1. Second Peter chapter 1 from verse 1 to 9. Says Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like promises, like precious faith, with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Yes. According as his divine power has given unto us, not going to give, he has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Whereby are given us great, exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, godliness, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness. Verse 7. And to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Verse 8. For if this thing be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Meaning that in 2023, you must add virtue to your faith. I'm sorry. I belong to a very wonderful generation. I've been in a serious meeting with one of our wonderful mommy. I'm not going to. And from morning till night, she has been on her toes walking. And she sat down and she stretched herself. I said, Thank God. I've been walking like this all the while. I just pray that my children that are coming will be able to learn this virtue of hard work. Said, until the last assignment in this house is over, I can't sleep. Ah! And I looked at how she has, at her age, excuse me, these are people that their faiths are moving mountains. But they know beyond your faith moving mountains, there is a character that must be added to it. Sir, if there's anything you are going to work on, you know, we are started talking about some, some things because, you see, when you are talking about the promise of God, you must not forget there are conditions. Sir, God does not sponsor a flop. I don't know whether you have heard that word before. He said it to me. He said, if I know, if I know that if this one is raised, it will disgrace me, I will live in where he is. And I love when men begin to talk about charisma and character. They say charisma can take you to the top, but character is the only thing that sustains you there. Because a man who that lacks character will crush and crash land in a matter of time. Add to your faith because we need to be fruitful. Add to your faith virtue. Please, can you go back? I need for us. He does all what we got tonight. I'm good. Go back to the sixth and seventh verse. Go back to five. I want us to start from adding faith to virtue, virtue to faith. He said, give it all diligence. Meaning that you must be intentional. You must be intentional on working on your character. 
Many of us, we lack character of respect. And listen to me. A man that lacks character of respect, God will always give his blessing to a lesser person. Meaning that if you don't respect people, he will make sure your blessings in the hand of somebody that you don't respect. They, 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 like the Bible will say, they just look at you, gauge you from head to toe, and conclude that you are useless. And God will decide to put your blessing in the hand of somebody that, because most of the time, God does not put content in an attractive container. So when you lack respect, you will look down on someone that is meant to lift you up, thinking that until the stomach is big, he doesn't have big money. Lack just respect. Respect as simple as it is. <laughs> when I hear some people talk about sometimes, I look at them and say, what's their problem? It is when they declare that the people they are talking to are even older than them. That's when they begin to change most more. They are older than everybody. The way they walk self, you know that they are more than themselves. They will look at somebody from head to toe, trying to gauge the person before they relate with the person. And thank God we have found ourselves in the generation of packagers. So they pack, <laughs> package themselves very well for you. Nothing is there. It's after they have squeezed the little that is in your hand that you know that you're only putting money. What are where is not relevant. Virtue. Add to your faith virtue. Virtue, knowledge. Don't just be an ignoramus. And to your knowledge. Look at what he said. Don't just add to Knowledge to virtue, look at it, verse 6. I need for us to be fast. To knowledge, temperance, self-control. I used to fight a particular person. After a while, we are called, I said, what's your problem? For the fact that it's plenty does not mean you will grab everything. When somebody was analyzing Africans, that was the day I, in fact, if you invite me to a party, I will sit at the back. If you don't carry food to come and meet me there, if you finish this, I go to my house. Some people, in fact, the way the man analyzed it, he said, this lack of self-control is so bad that if you put newspaper, the same newspaper, punch, 1,000 in a place, and you say it's free, somebody will carry 10. Not because what is in the 10 is different, but because it is free, he will carry 10. How many? One is enough. Is it not content that you want to read? Said that is how bad. Some people have this grab, 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 grab. They can't self-control themselves. The minute they see food, their appetite just go wire. They will chop, 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 chop. By the time they are going, they begin to mess everywhere. They enter bush, they begin to roll stomach. They say, my stomach, pastor, come and pray. Why should you overeat? Is that the standard of your stomach? Because meat is plenty. That's what happened during the convention here. Those boys saw a cooler of meat empty. They were hitting meat. They were sleeping, hitting me. That guy for several days couldn't eat because he was just pooping, pooping, pooping. He said, Pastor, I won't die. What did you do you? He said, I see one cooler of meat. We chopped up. He said, For night, he said, they sleep and they chop meat. I said, See your life. Walk here and die. No self control. Listen, sir. We might look at some of these little, little, little things and trivialize them. I'm telling you, that's why the Bible says, when you sit before great men to eat, put a knife in your throat if you're a gullible person because they size you by how you grab on the table. You put food there. Just... Is it many? Ask my wife. A brother told us the story. 
I will never forget. Eventually, God had mercy on him. He said his auntie's friend came from America to take a young man to America. So the auntie said, I have a brother very diligent. This guy is very diligent, very hardworking. That you will see him. So he came, hardworking as he was. They said, Supandia. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah! It was time to eat. They gave him his portion. All of them had portion. He finished his portion. They did not finish their portion. He carried their portion, joined his own. The one that he entered the kitchen, the one that they parked inside the kitchen. When that woman wanted to enter the he made him balance and was eating the pandemic. And the woman did not say anything to him. He only spoke to his auntie. It was when he left. And he, the second or the third day, he wanted to repeat the same thing. You know what that one said? He said, in America, we don't eat like this. If I take him, he might go and begin to steal and disgrace us because we don't eat the way he eats. Now that I lost that opportunity. He told me the story when he was 43 years old. This is not somebody. He told, he said, pastor, since that day, he realized that most people, they test you. They put five wraps of pandedian on the table. Say, Ulu will show. Take one. If you don't finish the one. Not that you will finish five and you will lick the plate. Because all this thing. All the, sir, etiquette is key. Sir, self-control. To self control, patience. The day I saw pastors, thank God our father and the Lord had about it. That was when they canceled food. Ministers' conference, they were, they, were, they were distributing food. Pastors were climbing on themselves. Ah, I said, I'm a pastor. I'm telling you, I was disappointed that day. I looked at myself, no, 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 no. I said, no, this is not right. Ah, how sweet is that food? Some people can curse you because you did not share your own, their portion to them. You sit in their face. See, if you don't eat there, will you die? A fruitful man cannot be gullible because he asks what men can take from him. The man you begin to live as though you don't have anything, you have to grab, grab. That means you are fruitless. You are only looking for fruit to make you look like one. Don't forget that statement in your life. Be fruitful. Look at your neighbor say, be full of fruits. Because there is divine fertilization. Lift up your right hand and say, Father, divinely fertilize my life and make me full of fruits. According to your pronouncement upon my life in the name of Jesus. Make that pronouncement. You are, I don't know when we make such pronouncements. Somebody will just be more money. You are speaking word that is important. Lord, divinely fertilize my life. When fertilizer comes upon you, you grow as farmers. What fertilizer does to crops? You are fresh. Your fruit is big. It's attractive. Men sees you. They want to come and say, can I take out of you? Yeah, 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 yeah. They get a boss. Thank you, Father.
In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Sit down. Apart from the fact that he said you should be fruitful, he also said, multiply. You know what it means to multiply? It means to augment. To make better what is already good. Kai, when I saw that thing, I, I took a new decision. And I told you, you know, most times when we preachers are preaching, it's only a fool among us that will take what we are saying for granted. Sir, it is already good, but I can make it better. Some people don't know how to add to what is already available. They want to take, 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 take. They have what they call, they call it, I, I keep forgetting this, a tentament mentality. It's me, to everybody. In fact, when you read books, there's a particular audio book I have listened to over, over and over. Something for nothing. He said, many that has nothing to give, they have entitlement mentality. Believing that the reason why the rich is rich is a disadvantage to them. They are rich because part of their own wealth is what the rich man carry. So the rich man has responsibility to give it to them. I said, what kind of a mentality is that? They believe that your it's part of their money that is your pocket. That's why you are rich. They don't care to know how you got it. They just have to come to you by welfare. I say, Allah, no, you will not book me. Is that not the statement of the people that come for welfare? And you book me, book me. So, meaning that God has not blessed you. He has blessed them with your own blessing. So, they have, excuse me, in 2020, you don't have a entitlement mentality, sir. Don't ever allow the devil to make you think that you are entitled to some things. It's a privilege. Not entitlement. Life is even a privilege, not an entitlement. Enlarge and increase. Hard value. Hard value. Sir, in 2023, seek to hard value wherever you go. Do you know if you enter the church and you find out that this fan has dust and you remove this cover and you take a napkin and you clean the, the, the fan, you have added value. Because the air that is going to blow from it the next minute is going to be cleaner than the one that had dust. You have added value. And I found out that a man that adds value soon will become big. You don't need to tell people I am adding value. Just add value. You become valuable and men will pursue you. Because it's a mark. The other day my wife was talking to some people. He said you will be passing through something that is not... A, somebody just took a drink, put it on the floor. It's not supposed to be there. That empty can is supposed to be in the dustbin. Somebody will pass it. They will see it. They will still pass it. What stops you say because you see Ah, it doesn't have to be you. That person that put it there doesn't have a sense of value. Must you also not have sense of value? Pick it from there. Drop it in a dustbin. Very, very soon, that sense of value will position you somewhere that you become valuable. In 2022, seek to add value. Because you are going to evolve. These are the platform for involvement. Sir, I am not saying it to make you feel good about myself. Well, I feel good about myself. Whether you don't feel good about me, I don't know. But I feel good about myself. I left the university. And the only thing I could do was to go to church. No job to do. I woke up one day. 
nothing to do, no service in church, to go and pray. I saw that beside my uncle's as I was staying, a man was building, so he asked that they should mold blocks for him. So they molded the blood, the blood had dried, they did pack it. And you know when some rain begins to touch block that is molded, it begins to get messed up. I just look at it. I said, this is a whole lot of work to do. I started packing all the blocks. I was arranging them. I packed the whole block I arranged. I didn't know the owner. But when the man came and suddenly that his block was arranged, he began to smell fully. Who came to arrange block on my site? I didn't give anybody this contract. Are they planning to steal my site? Is there a contest over my site? He began to ask questions. They said, the brother is in that house. He knocked the door. The way he came, you thought he wanted to come and fight. He said, who packed my blocks there? I said, I'm the one. He said, for what? I said, I just saw that rain was beating it, and I felt arranging it would make it. He said, you sound like you went to school. I said, yes. You were plucking block. You were a graduate. I said, yes. He said, how much should I pay you? I said, sir, we didn't have any bargain when I packed it, so I don't need anything from you. He was about to looked. And he made a statement. He said, continue like this. Very, very soon, you will break through. I can't forget. The man, the man, he was not a believer. I don't, I'm not. He said, continue. Like, he looked at me, looked at me. You were packing. There are some grad, not graduates, secondary school graduates. God grass, they look at themselves. They will look at you. They will look at the cutlass. Me, God grass. I'm coming. They say, I'm coming. They only respect you by saying, I'm coming. They are going you. The next time you see them, they will give you an excuse. I was about to start. Somebody called me. I was about to start. They respect you. That's why they told you that one. They have already classed themselves. You look at some people, they can't afford 1,000 a day. You give them a job of 2,000, they say it's too small. And they are going back home without food. Hard value. Anything that is good, you make it better. Because you see, to evolve as the man that God says you are, there is a process. And one of the processes is seek to add value. I'm telling you, men that are adding value will tell you, I am not living on salary. Go and ask anyone adding value. They'll tell you, I'm not living on salary. I am living on the blessing. Because when you are a value-adding entity, you become valuable. And valuable entities are not cheap. They are paid for with hard currency. I prophesy over your life. You are evolving to becoming an investment to your generation. Lift up your voice and say, Father, in 2023, I evolve as an investment to my world, to my generation. In the name of Jesus, can you go ahead and prophesy? Some of you are not hearing your voice. You are speaking to your life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, you pray. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Sir, until you begin to multiply, you are not qualified. To be called a man. So I'm sure when you remember that, you will know that you are not a man because you're a male. There are some women that are men, and there are some men that are girls. 
So a man, that's why you see, if you look at the Bible, the day God told me, he said, there is only a male man and female man. Ah, I'm telling you the truth. He said, there's a, a time we call, he said, there's a male man, there's a female man. He said, man is an entity. He is not defined by gender. So don't think, eh, because if the God Bible is talking about man, it's talking about male. Mm -mm. A man is not defined by gender. He blessed them. Bless them means there are two people that is blessing. And the two have been called a man. And you can agree with me that the two he was blessing are the man and the woman. So the one who gets the blessing end up becoming the man. So if it's the woman that gets the blessing, he's the man. And if he's the man that does not get it, remain the male. You understand what I'm saying? Remains the male. Meaning that he's only defined by gender. So when they say, who are you? You say, I'm a man. Don't say you are a man. Please say I am a male. So if you write that in an exam, they will fail you. Because the person that is marking yourself too doesn't understand what we are saying here. It's a mystery for those who are enlightened by the spirit to understand. Number three, replenish the earth. Now this is a pronouncement that you are going to be involved in it too. What does it mean to replenish? Wherever there is space, feel it. Wherever there is space, Everybody says somebody will fix it. Eventually, nobody fixes it. Why? Because everybody, there's somebody that they are waiting for to fix it. Where is he? He's among everybody. Everybody is saying somebody will fix it. Who is the somebody? He's among everybody. In every situation in 2023, be the somebody that will fix it amongst everybody. Amen. That's why where things are not working and people say it can never work. I like to poke my nose there. You can say something cannot work if you have not tried it. Let me go and try my own. If I try, if it did not work, somebody else will make it work. But there is no man that says there is a space, let me go and fill it up, that won't end up making an impact. Not one. Go and read history. When I was reading the story of Singapore, I pray young men and young women in Nigeria would think like Lee Kuan Yew. These people don't know God. They don't read the Bible. They have their own God. This guy and his friend were schooling in Oxford, UK. They looked back at home and the level of impoverishment because they just came out of Malaysia. They just became a Singapore. They were on an island surrounded by water, small community. They saw what the English people were doing and they took a decision. We can change our state country to become like these people. Let's go back home. When they finished, they did not remain in UK, in the United Kingdom. They went back to Singapore. Singapore, at the time they were there, they went back. It was like Nigeria, their cattle were being pushed around, pooping everywhere. And they began to turn things around. Today, Singapore is one of the best nations in the world. They took a decision that there is an... Sir, do you know if you and I take a decision that this political or leadership vacuum in Nigeria, we are going to fill it up. What that we told you to is to become studios and to develop your leadership characters and traits. But when you don't see yourself being equipped or being ready to fill a gap, there's no preparation. And no one succeeds in life without preparation because success is defined by preparation meeting with opportunity. Every prepared man will attract opportunity. If you are prepared to change Nigeria, opportunity will come. So in 2023, can we be intentional about replenishing? 
can we be intentional that in the church they need people in the ushering department? I am going to be available. Can we be intentional about in our society? There's a space that needs people. You might not look like it, but you can equip yourself for it. Can we be intentional? Because you see, the true definition of man is to be able to replenish. So if you don't feel any space that is empty, you are not qualified to be called a man. And subdue. Hold within limit and control. Get on top of it. Don't wait for somebody to be on top of it. Be on top of it. And don't look for people to give you applause. A man that seeks men applause will end up becoming a psychophant. When you see people clapping for you, you understand, you become a psychophant and you will gather psychophant around you. Because they will clap for you whether you do something good or not. They just know that you like people clapping. Say, oh, good God. Say, hey, you mean I'm good. That's why those people like Akibe in the morning. They will blow trumpets. They wake them up. They said, until they speak to me, my head doesn't swear. If your head is like Gary, you better be warned. Because very soon, when Gary swells, what happens to it? It loses water. It dries up. <laughs> Will you enjoy Gary without water? Meaning that you become entity that men cannot enjoy. When they take you, you shook them in the nose, in the neck. Sorry, because you see, you know we are closing up on 2023. Now don't wait till June 2023 before you take decision. Take the decision tonight. I've told you that God is only, because if we decide to say all that God wants us to hear in the 12 days, in, in the 12 years, in one day, there's no way we can be able to do some justice to this. That's why we are still coming back as a church to do a Bible study on this each month. We will study it very well so that it can enter into our bones and marrow and become part of us. Because there's no way some of these things we are sharing will be part of your life and you become naked. No, it's not possible now. These are principles of God. Subdue. Finally, dominate. Be greater in significance. Be larger in number. Quantity in power, status or importance. Increase your level of influence. Every day of your life. It is not by announcing to people that you are influential. It is by being intentional about making yourself important. What can you bring to the table that will give you access to what is being shared on the table? What can you bring on the table? Everybody wants to have a piece of the cake. But not everybody gets a piece of the cake. Because for you to get a piece of the cake, you must drop something for the cake. You drop something to take the cake. Nature abhors vacuum. If you bring nothing, you get nothing. There is nothing like something for nothing. Because what you thought is something for nothing, somebody must have paid for it. That's why those who get something for nothing are thieves, robbers, 419. They want to reap where they have not sown. They want to harvest where they have not sweated. Amen. They are not ready to lift a finger, but you want, they want to lick the honey. It's not possible now. 
You want to lick honey? You want, don't want to lick a finger? So me, I will put my hand inside honey. Is your mouth, I will not put my mouth inside. I'll put my hand, I just put my hand inside honey. Is your mouth, I'll take it to when I have mouth. If I finish licking it, I can allow you to lick the remaining that is in my hand. That's the reality, sir. That's the reality. That's why somebody say, Pastor, pray, Pastor, pray, Pastor, pray. If you come to me and say, bring Bombita, bring me, I will pray for you seven days. I am deceiving you. I'll be praying for only you seven days. Am I stupid? Two, two hours every day in the name of Jesus. Sir, if I prayed for you, you continue to pray for yourself. I also have myself to pray for. Say, Pastor, you are very blunt. I'm not telling you true. Don't I have wife? In fact, do I pray for my wife every day? If I remember the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, Pastor, I'll not call your name. Ah, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. God, give me both and milk. That's why pity people that are looking for prayer contractors. Say, can pray very well, please. Can you come to my house and be praying for me? I'm telling you, if the man pray 30 minutes, where you had the last day, I do right that Kegel is not you, he's praying for, he's praying for himself. Please, they're ready to lift a finger in 2023. You are not permitted to be a man until you begin to manifest the pronouncement of God. You can be the son of the richest man in the world. That doesn't make you the richest. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't celebrate people who are under the glory of their father. My father is this, so he's carrying each other. Forget, if they remove your father from your name, who are you? On a level playing ground, what can you bring to the table? That's why there's no 419 person that can make me feel I'm out of place. Because on a le normal level playing ground, he can't get what I will get. And I will not do what he's doing. I am praying for you in 2023. Because we are taking decisions gradually as we are closing up on 2022. I am prophet. In 2023, your finger will pick the honey that you will lick. Rise up on your feet and say, Father, every of your pronouncement upon my life in the beginning shall begin to find expression in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray. You are prophesying over yourself. Lord, I am fruitful. Hey, Quickly, quickly, we are taking this prayer in the next five minutes. And I want you to go straight to the point. Lord, I am full of fruits. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Please, I want you to pray very well tonight. Because the reason why most people are not fruitful is because they are being choked by weeds and tons of life. There are many weeds that always seek to choke. They take the better part of a nutrient that is meant for our development. They subdue us and they surrender us. In fact, they, they, you know what I'm saying? Look at the parables of Jesus in Mark chapter 4, the sword sweat, the word. He said, the thorns are the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches. Cares of this world. A lot of people have forgotten about being productive. That's why they can manipulate any figure just for them to get something. They are not, they are just like, ah, 
I want to wear that shoe. I want to wear that shoe. Now, when I see a lady selling her body to buy a shoe, I have seen one of the most stupid human beings on earth. Because that which has been taken away from you can never be given back to you. And the shoe you have bought will soon tear. Will soon tear. How can I give my body for something that will soon de depreciate with you? That means I am a nonet. I'm, I'm stupid. You are going to lift up your voice and say, Father, every weed of life seeking to destroy my fruitfulness, Holy Ghost fire, consume them now. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Every week seeking to point to choke life out of my fruitfulness. Rakatabaya, 
Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we prophesy. Amen. Bring out your seed and speak to your seed yourself. Say so with this seed, I unlock all the blessings of June 2023. In June 2023, I shall not lack bread to eat. Neither will seed be scarce in my hand. I will have more than enough. For my fruitfulness will attract others to come and benefit from me. So whatever they come for, I will have to give to them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, Lord, we thank you for how the first half of 2023 have gone. You have been our strength. You have been our strength. You have been our strength. Lord, we will not be weak. We will not be tired. In the same spirit, we will conquer till the end. And by the same spirit that we have conquered in the place of prayer, so will it be we shall we be enabled in 2023 to conquer from January to the end. Those who fight on their knees have the victory in the spirit. Lord, we are fighting on our knees. And so our victory in the spirit over 2023 is settled in the name of Jesus. Let's share the grace together in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and forevermore. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are a man. There is a mark upon your forehead placed there by God to be full of fruits, to multiply, to make better whatever is good, to replenish, to fill up every space that is vacant, to subdue, to be in control. You have the remote control of 2023 in your hand. I challenge you. Whatever channel of life you want to watch, seal to it, and heaven will back you up. If you believe in that, shout glory! Jam your hands together for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.